This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for professional medical advice. Please seek a medical professional or healthcare provider if you're seeking any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Thanks, everyone. If you are a Patreon patron, then you know the story. Oh, and something very, very funny, which I will make only a teaser for, happened with this sign right here for our latest Patreon episode. So I shot my pants, basically. Her soul left her body. It was scary. And we recorded it. And we it, got it on video. It's it. If that I doesn't even looked at the video yet. If that doesn't that just that alone, just be to secure it again. <laughs> just become cool. become a patron just for that. Because it, it's worth it. It was it was amazing. And then you would know the story behind these these ones. Evie found herself a boyfriend. I do look at his muscles. <laughs> what is that? What is that? What? Dude, weird stuff is happening. I had never seen that. It's still recording. Everything's fine. Is the spirits, are they trying to tell us thumbs up? Okay, so. Spirit, if you are in here, give us a thumbs up. Okay. Okay, so those of you that are just seeing, hearing audio or seeing this later, like whatever the case may be, but if you're only seeing this in audio, I don't know if, I I doubt that that came into the recording, but my computer did something it's never done before. And it was like a bubble, like a little bubble, right? A bubble with With like, with a thumbs up came up on our video. And this is on my software for recording. This isn't like social media or anything. Okay, let me this Google is this. What is this called? Mac. It's a MacBook Pro. MacBook Pro. Pro. And then it's. Did we do something bubble? like doing like this? Is it thumbs up? Yeah, like bubble and a. Oh. 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 oh there's something there. Pro. No bubble mm-hmm. thumbs. Yeah. Up. So weird stuff has been happening. <laughs> you know, since we did our Patreon episode, we saw souls coming out of bodies, particularly Evie's body. <laughs> we got these ones here. His name is Darkness. This one's name is Travis. There is nothing on Google about what just happened. Yeah. Thanks, Spirit. So we're going to continue. What is going on? Why does it want to be in my house? Why? It would probably be worse in my house. So let's just be grateful it's here and not in my house. My house could get saucy. I've never seen that before. If any of you out there that is listening, watching, whatever the case may be, and you have a MacBook laptop, any Air Pro like mine, whatever it is, and literally it's like a bubble with little other little bubbles. It's like in the water. A bubble came out and then with a thumbs up and it 
comes up in the screen out of nowhere maybe because we did something like i don't know i'm trying to i know reenact what did we do to entice it to come up and nothing it's not happening again and i didn't press anything muscles yeah and then we went like this yeah and And we did this gives you the thumbs up we're actively for those of you listening we're actively doing the thumbs up maybe it's like a a thing that no that's weird no that's weird okay well well okay officially freaked out okay (laughs) that's well you know it's not a bad thing it's not like they gave us like the thumbs down whatever it is they gave us a thumbs up if i see a thumbs down i'm gonna die or like a little double horn or something no way it was this house (laughs) i just finished it and i will sell this house don't sell it we're looking for somewhere to rent what yeah we got a rat somewhere for the during the construction oh my god it's serious yeah Starting like January or February, we're gonna have to run somewhere, and it's gonna have to be somewhere that accepts four dogs. Oh my god! I mean, I might be moved in by that point, but no, I know, I know, no, I'm saying that joking. Please don't sell it. Don't sell it. Just rent it to me instead of selling it. You know, if that's what it's coming down to, I will deal with the thumbs up. There's a lot of houses around here that are rented. Yeah. Can you imagine if we're neighbors? Okay. Anyway, okay. Wow, we already started in a yeah. high tangent yeah, today. High anyway, tangent. so today we're talking about autopsies, and this is our first installment for the weekly. We already we're two episodes deep in Patreon for our creepy series. Yeah, and that's a two part series. It was really it was good. It was good. We said stories. We talked about weird shit. Ten out of ten recommend that episode episodes because it was so long yeah. and so many things happened around us that we had to it was originally going to be just one episode and then we're like no we have to split this because there's just too much and i don't want to be cutting it for another reason like it's so much good stuff in there you know yeah 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 oh yeah but this is the first one for the weekly out there in our creepy series and we're going to be talking about autopsies which you've done i have yeah okay and I've only seen, like, body parts. Like, I haven't done an actual... I've seen cadavers. Yeah. I've definitely seen them, but I haven't, like, actively, you know, removed organs from them or anything. Like, I've seen them, like, touched them, you know, whatever, yeah. tinkered, but haven't I think the biggest, anything. like, the craziest thing, and we'll talk about these, like, autopsies, but the, yeah. the craziest thing was the difference. As a medical student, you work on cadavers, mm-hmm. and then it's basically like you're doing an autopsy, but on a cadaver. And then I've done... I participated. I'm not done myself. I've participated in, like, fresh autopsies so like post-mortem right. autopsies <laughs> and that difference in the organs and yeah. textures and everything oh man that was creepy af oh boy yeah yeah so we'll get into that so what are autopsies basically autopsy is a procedure that we do uh for many different reasons sometimes we do it to find out what the medical cause of a death was but basically you are performing a procedure to see what the cause of death was. Yeah. And sometimes that could be for a crime, you know, that was committed. Sometimes that could be for a death that was not, what is the word that I'm looking for? Like clear cut, like it wasn't, like you need like to. Like it wasn't expected, an okay. unexpected death. And, and obviously the, you do autopsies to learn too. I mean, that's how I learned about anatomy and everything. So that is an autopsy, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Awesome. Woo. So the first time that I went to, so I went to a, a few medical school interviews, and then, but the medical school that I actually went to, they were the only ones that took me to their anatomy lab. Okay. 
and here I am, you know, to heal super uncomfortable because I feel like medicine is like stuck in this world where like people need to dress up like literally suit and tie. And don't get me wrong, like I feel yeah. like you need to be professional. I'm not saying that you're no, yeah, yeah. Pro- professional. But I mean, people were literally in like typical like black suit, blue suits, very boring, right? And high heels, very professional, very boring, you know? Yeah. And they take me to the anatomy lab. <laughs> Tell me why I almost passed out. Really? I almost passed out. It was like the impression of seeing all you weren't dead expecting bodies. It. I wasn't expecting it at all. And it was cool to see like where I would be doing anatomy and what mm-hmm. I would be working on a lot of med schools actually don't have cadavers yeah a lot of med schools have online like they have anatomy class they study anatomy very well and you know a lot of people aren't going to be doing autopsies just usually if you go into pathology but it was i walked in and there was like i want to say we had at least maybe i'm exaggerating maybe i'm like just like thinking about it back then but maybe at least 20 20 that's a lot. 20 to 30 Oof. bodies. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah, that's impressive. Maybe, maybe, that's I'm, impressive. Being, maybe I'm being exaggerative, but even if I'm it was trying 10. to count the rows that I remember, and I feel like, nah, maybe it was probably just like up to 20, up to 20 bodies. That's a shit ton of bodies. But yeah, it, it was, and I guess like the anatomy yeah. lab itself was very large. Okay. And it was just like the smell mm-hmm. of like formalin and like all the bodies cover which on its own gets gets people like makes people pass out and stuff like that just to smell because it's a really really strong chemical sense and i had to like in my mind i was like you better fucking get your shit together right now like (laughs) it's a medical school interview and you better not fucking pass out right now you're so embarrassing like you don't deserve to be here so hard on myself and here i am and they're just like you're so yeah, well, cool. We have like different bodies and we do the different body parts. And in my mind, I'm just like, don't fake, don't Were your ears ringing yeah, already? Yeah, oh, like, I am. You were like full I was on already. Queasy. I was like, should I Ooh. sit? Should I ask yeah, them to yeah. take me out of the room? Yeah. And I didn't want to. It was so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the last thing I needed for me, I was like, that girl, mm-hmm. I don't know if she's going to handle it. But I've always been like that. I've gotten used to it over the years, obviously. I've seen yeah, a lot of, of blood and I've seen a lot of things. But like before, when I was a pre-med student, yeah. I would see blood and I would pass out. Really? So this day, Same. sometimes when I see a lot of blood, I can feel that my body wants to have that reaction, mm-hmm. like that natural reaction to shut down. It's not, it's not. We're not supposed to be seeing this. Shut down. <laughs> oh my so, God. But they, I researched it. Yeah. And I was like, why do people think? Like, why? Right, right, right. Like, what is yeah. it about seeing blood? And I had researched it because I had never, you know, I've never been a person to be queasy about yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can see how that, like, maybe if someone doesn't really like yeah. procedures and stuff, yeah. but I love procedures. And I love these things, but I couldn't freaking handle the blood. Huh. Yeah, so I researched it, and apparently it's like um, a theory, probably. Mm. So it's like a deeper part into our brain that goes, you know, goes back years and years and years of the survival mode. So when you see something that is not supposed to be happening, like blood loss and stuff like that, your brain, like, shuts down to, to block that out so that you can survive that. 
Oh. Yeah. Very interesting. That but is yeah. really interesting. I wouldn't so even have thought that. First fall yeah. in Davers, I You're like, was like, survive. I was like, survive right now, please don't die. Oh my God. I can only imagine you, like, I, knowing you and your faces, I could only imagine your face at that moment. And, and I'm pretty sure they mentioned it too. Like if anyone, I'm pretty sure they mentioned if anyone is like feeling queasy, because I'm sure I'm probably oh, not the yeah. only person that fainted. 100%. percent if anyone yeah. is feeling like queasy, you know, it happens like, to let us know. And I was like, it happened to Mario, not him, like fainting, but he experienced a lot of people fainting even during medical school. It wasn't even in the interview process. It was like as they were like, doing whatever it is in the anatomy lab yeah. with cadavers, straight up thing. Yep. And we're talking about people that like go off to be surgeons. Yeah, exactly. And no, and not even now. We're talking about like semesters in, like yeah, yeah, more yeah. than a year or two in and fainting. So it's it's normal. It's oh, nothing. Okay, there goes my phone. Sorry. I have a very needy mom. <laughs> anyway, so I'd like to talk a little bit about the history of what we do, you know, what we talk about, whatever our topic is, because I Medicine has a, actually a lot of history too in it. And it's good to see where it all came from, you know, yeah. except some, a little bit of history of autopsies. So dating back to ancient in, um, Egypt. You know me, I love Egypt. I know you love that Egypt, Egypt life. Anyway, as one of the earliest applications of autopsy, they performed embalming to surgeries and autopsies. I so, think the embalming process is... Why are we doing that? I Like, why? 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 Like, why do you want to have someone still like, doing body it. like on display? Still doing it, yeah. Like, so autopsies were used by early anatomists to learn about human anatomy and physiology. Her Cuban accent is coming off. Physiology. Physiology. No, physiology. So by early anatomists to learn about human anatomy and physiology, autopsies were also used to investigate causes of death. But like you had said, but this was less common due to religious and legal restrictions back then. You know, yeah. the first forensic autopsy was performed in 1813 by Dr. Johann Peter Frank. And autopsies have played a role in some of the most important medical advances in history, such as the development of vaccines and treatment for diseases such as cancer and heart disease. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's important. I get it. It is. And mostly we've, for to teach you guys. Yeah, we've learned yeah. so much from autopsies and we're super grateful and thankful for even having the opportunity to do that. But even, at least in my school, I'm sure other schools do the same, but we have a ceremony for the families of the people that donate their family members' bodies That's to great. science. That's great. We have a whole entire ceremony and they're allowed to come and we read out their names and stuff like that so right. that we can give them their, like, you know, appreciation and thanks for that's, doing that. That's great because bodies are expensive. Yeah. Like yeah. really expensive. And that's yeah. something that is not but talked not about easy. a lot. You no, know, that's like something, no. someone that you love or uh, yeah. someone that you have history with and saying, I'm going to donate your body oh. to science. And... It's a big decision to make. Mostly yeah. when you're donating it like that, it's a big decision to make. If not, then all these institutions have to buy these bodies yeah. and they're incredibly expensive it's a big process it's a whole other episode on its own if it, yeah. know, it could be mm -hmm. but anyway so go ahead development of pathophysiology okay so rise of hospital autopsies for scientific inquiry by early 1900s championed by clinicians like rudolf verko so when i was reading the show notes i was like for a cow for a cow there's a verko's triad which is like a three things that happen when we're talking about something more serious. <laughs> but then when I read, I was like, Verkhaus 
cellular. I was like, that sounds so familiar. Yeah. And I remembered because I read up on it and I was like, oh yeah, it's like the guy that like literally first wrote about that things have cells and different tissues and yep. stuff like that. So because of autopsies, this person, Verkow, was able to write down cellular pathology. So cellular down to the nitty gritty, like the individual thing that makes up life, the cell, and basically how it can create like disease and all that stuff. And we're talking about the basis of medicine. Exactly. We're talking about people, this was a long time ago. It was in the early 1900s. So none of this existed. People back then didn't even feel the need to wash their hands. Yeah. So this is a big deal. Autopsies like led the way to something so microscopic and how important it is. Yeah. And then it like, they were able to also write about different diseases and advanced medical knowledge because then they started doing like autopsies on like systematic autopsies. Mm -hmm. So different parts to it. Right. So, it, yeah, it's a big medicine. Big time, big time. Yeah, so purpose, which is kind of like what I already kind of explained, it's either for legal purposes that you want to get an answer on why you were, why this person or what the cause of death was, and for for criminal like history too. I think the most common example is going to be like a murder case. Yeah. So, yeah. And then it's if that ties into the way that like things were explained. So it can give a lot of information for that too. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so it says like basically cause of death, state of the person that was alive. Were they alive? Were they already dead? What kind of changes did the body have versus when someone is alive or dead? Did they drown? Did they not? Did they stop breathing? Was it the lungs? Was it the heart? And also, not only for adults, like they do these type of autopsies for infants as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's out to find the cause of death. And there's a million causes of death. Like it could be pretty much anything. So it just, the body gives a lot of information about how and why the person died. And it could be from the outside all the way to the inside. And that's why autopsies have performed types of them. There's forensic, as she has mentioned, as an example for murder. And so if there's a murder, you go to a forensic type of autopsy. And it's a post-mortem <laughs> an examination of the body to determine a cause and manner of death, as well as to gather other evidence that may be relevant to the legal investigation. And then there's clinical. That involves examining a dead body to determine the cause and manner of death, as well as to better understand the disease process that led to death. Clinical autopsies are typically performed by pathologists in yeah. a hospital setting. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, yeah, there is everyone is smart in this world and everyone has their own thing. But when it comes to medicine, in my opinion, I think pathologists are probably the most brilliant. Yeah, because they are literally doctors of pathology. So pathology is disease. Anything that's wrong. Wrong, which is medicine. Yep. Right. When you hear pathologists like talk to you about things it's like they know like down yeah. to the nitty-gritty of why things happen yeah you know it's not just oh like i'm just gonna give myself as an example oh yeah sinusitis you could use the muscle for that you know what i mean but i'm not there like in my brain i'm not you know yeah. oh it's probably this and then this happens because of this and then this and the reason why you have green mucus versus clear mucus right now is because of this process yeah like it is yeah it's so detailed. It's so detailed. Yeah. So then these are the people that usually do autopsies as well. Incredible. Well, they have to be detailed because then if you're talking about like forensic, for instance, like you have to include all of that in a yeah. legal case. Like you have to include, well, 
the reason why we're saying that it was a murder versus whatever is because all of these things were there. And I feel like they don't get enough credit. Pathologists yeah. don't get enough credit because they're not typically, typically, they're mm -hmm. not with patients. Right. You know what I mean? They're yeah. usually like in their office, in their lab, like doing type of things like a histological pathology, analyze like biopsies and stuff like that to figure out what certain things are and stuff and things like that but they don't get nearly enough credit because they do a lot of the fundamental medicine part of it yeah yeah okay so then the next one is academic which is the one that you experience yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are post-mortem examinations performed to advance medical knowledge they are typically performed by pathologists yeah and medical students in academic settings, such as hospitals and universities. They may be performed to learn more about the natural progression of disease, to investigate the effects of new treatments, or to simply better understand the human body. Academic autopsies, autopsies. <laughs> autopsies. <laughs> are important because they can help to improve the diagnosis and treatment of disease, and they can also lead to new discoveries about the human biology. Yes. Yeah. It's incredibly important. Like med schools need it. Nursing students need it. Like all these healthcare institutions, all these healthcare professionals, they need to e either if it's virtual or it's hands-on. Yeah. We need to understand some sort of basis in medicine. Absolutely. And like you, you, you can read. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And there are, I mean, excellent books. No, I'm illustrations. just technology. Yeah. Oh, like technology nowadays can be very real i mean look at the ais yeah and stuff like that like i can't imagine like the world of medicine right now oh wow and medical education true as well stay tuned to patreon because our october recap is exactly going to include that what integration of ai it's already it already exists in a university for med school in a med school yeah, yeah. i mean for us i remember when we were doing histology like histology is like microscope like looking at slides so when i was yep. at fiu yeah we were still doing histological slides, like prepping the slides, yeah. putting them under the microscope and like looking at I, them. I did it in FIU too, yeah. Yeah. So then, but when I went to med school, they did not have, they still had them. Like, yeah. you see all the old microscopes that they had. Yeah. But our histology was purely on wow. online. Damn, I feel like a dinosaur now. Yeah. it was Because I did the slides yeah. like the glass i remember like taking a swab of like yep. my inside of the cheek that's it yes doing all those things and like looking at everything yes yes and then doing the the stains yeah but like pathologists like pathologists nowadays they still do that they that's still what do we it. do we get a biopsy we put it in some fluid like a formalin or something to yeah. like preserve it and then we chop it up we freeze it i remember like studying like the whole entire process of how to cut the slides like you freeze it and it's it. it's a lot and then they go on, the pathologist will look at it under it. But like now, like the microscope, like you had to turn and the light and this and that. Now it's like, and the sure it's like advanced yeah. so much. So they just, they probably see it on a computer. Yeah. Like that, oh my God. That's so true. That was one of the most annoying things going to yes. forget and then having to adjust it. Adjust and then it's it. like, and it would never really be. And I was just like, I remember just being like, exactly. Exactly. And then you had to do that while you were in the middle of a test sometimes. Yeah. Like that's how yes. they would test oh you. Oh God, I Remember about that. Yeah. that you had to go around with your little paper yes. to eat and different at it. and then like adjust and then look and you're like, I don't even totally freaking see. Yeah. So how does the process go okay. for autopsy? So from what I remember, I'm just, I'm going to tie it into my experience with an autopsy. Please do. 
So I remember when I was a medical student, we basically had like volunteering for autopsies. And it was very nice because not every pathologist is willing to take in a medical student while they're doing these autopsies. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So I was able to sign up and I was able to snag a spot for an autopsy. And so I show up in this hospital and they take me to like the morgue. And I'm like, this is like already creepy and when i think it was like oh it's the northeast like everything there is already old so everything is already creepy and dungeony it feels like haunted already like like haunted already exactly yeah so i finally got there and i'm just alone waiting for the pathologist and i like can see the body and i'm like it's probably the one i'm doing an autopsy on and i'm just like still waiting and he finally shows up and this guy is like, oh, you think a pathologist that does this all the time is more like very serious and, you know, very meticulous and mm-hmm. like all these things. Nah, girl. This girl's like, oh, sorry for being late. Oh, and he's like taking off his like jacket and just like swings in. And I'm like, oh, there's probably like some sort of fluid on that. And then he was like, all right, that's it. He's like, are you ready? And then he's like, what are you, what are you wearing? He's like, this is a splash zone. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? What splash zone? <laughs> I was like all nervous. Oh my God. And then he's like, he, so he like throws like this suit thing on me. And then he was like, he like looked at my shoes and he's like, I don't know about your shoes. And then like saying like, if it splashes, what, I'm not responsible. What shoes are you wearing? I usually would go always dressed professionally. Uh, so... I was probably wearing like some closed toe flats or something like that. But I was like freaking out. I'm like, is it gonna get on my face? Do I need to wear a shield? My face? No, he made me wear goggles. Oh my God. These were pre COVID days. Too. Yeah, this is pre COVID. I mean, still, like, we're clean and we're, it's not he's there like chopping up, you know? But like, he made it sound like it, you know? He was in straight. And then, so he did start, so the process is, you know, you look like kind of up and down, you just examine things. And then I remember he taught me, it's like from clavicle to clavicle, but there's different ways to do an autopsy. Right. But basically uh, the external examination. So they usually do photographs, they examine, they note that if there's like any external things, anything on the clothes. Anything particular. Yeah, exactly. Mine was not like this. I think this is like maybe for like more criminal things or criminal cases because my body was already naked. Okay. Okay. So they probably already went through that. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Then any evidence that's collected of the body externally kind of goes through its own testing. And then they do UV lights sometimes to find any external evidence, like anything else that might light up that they didn't catch before mm-hmm. or if not like visible to without that. To the naked eye. Yeah. Exactly. And then external samples are taken, such as like hair, things from under the nails. If they have like anything in their mouth, they might do it too. They check everything. They check genitals, like all, all the cavities. Yeah, it makes okay. sense. Yeah. So... The body is then removed from the bag. It's completely undressed. So that's like where I kind of like came in into my autopsy. And then external wounds are examined. The body is like cleaned. They had already cleaned the body okay. like when I was there. I guess he has like a team that like right. already does this. So like when the pathologist gets there, it's like getting down to the nitty gritty. Exactly. Um, it's probably the autopsy tech or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now, you know... It's, you know, because I'm reading it, it's like general description of the body. So I'm sure that some people like record their findings. Right. You know, right. this guy did not. He was, he ended up telling me, he, he's there like already like doing the autopsy. And yeah. he's like, it's like, so what do you do for fun? And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? 
And I'm like, sir. Uh, I was like, I used to dance. And then he was like, oh, what kind of dance? And I'm like, oh, you know, like classical, like ballet, jazz, tap, what every little girl does when she's like little. And he was like, he's like, oh, I ballroom dance. What? Yeah, and then he's this like, a vibe. No, yeah, and he was like, oh, I have practice after this, and he starts like telling me on how he takes like his propanolol to kind of calm his nerves because he has some anxiety of performing. This guy's such all, a vibe. I love it. While he's like doing this like autopsy, and and I'm like, and I'm over here, and I'm like, when is the splashing happening? <laughs> That's all I can think about in this whole entire conversation. I'm like, shut up and tell me when to brace myself. Anyways, okay, so the <laughs> internal examination. So uh, a plastic or rubber brick is put in the back of their head and kind of almost like back, like where their upper thoracics are, just because you want to kind of like prop the body like up a little bit so you can get like a good, good exposure of the torso. Yeah. yeah, they put it under the shoulders, which makes the body easier to incise and provides more exposure to the torso. So it's either a Y-shaped, which is the one that he did. So basically clavicle, under the clavicles, and then just right down the middle. And then sometimes they just have just a middle part, like they don't open the sides. But this, the, the one that I... That so I, it all depends on like the, the I mean, so it's all yeah. a style. It's like every surgeon has its style. I guess oh. every pathologist has a style. Okay. His own style. He or she. So the good thing is that obviously when you're doing an autopsy, it's not like active circulation. So it's not like they're going to be like leading excessively. But once we go like into, you know, under the muscles and stuff, things were very splishy splashy. Oh boy. It was just, you could just hear like liquid. Like, yeah. Like, it like, was just a little bit of splashing. Like, I don't even know that noise. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, bleeding from the cuts are minimal because gravity like pulls the blood down and that's definitely something that I saw. Like, I remember seeing like a ton of blood like just like pulling down into the cavities and stuff. Mm. And then shears are used to open the cavity which cuts through the ribs. I specifically remember this. I, I just I would, remember... To be a fly on that wall to see you do this. So he actually did not use the shears. He actually cracked the ribs on his own. Holy shite. Like he was like, like he like cracked the ribs and then, then he went with the shears because he said that it was easier to cut through like already broken. Yeah, it was. How strong was this man? I mean, it's like pretty, you know, yeah, it's like pretty pressure. Yeah. But if you like angle down like the right ankle and you put some pressure, you'll crack a rib. Because they have the curvature. So there's going to be a point where it cracks. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Shears are used to open the cavity, which cuts through the ribs and then removes the sternum. So that's exactly what he did. So the heart and lungs can be seen. Mm -hmm. And then internal organs are removed depending on the case. If removed, they're examined, weighed, tissue, fluid samples, all of that is taken. In this, the guy is, oh, okay, so he knows that I'm a student. So he's like, okay, well, here you see like the lungs and the, and the heart. And well, like he was like trying to show me, you know, what it was like the thyroid gland and all that stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But it was crazy because I'm used to cadavers, right? right. And when you, it's sort of like an embalming process. Mm -hmm. So when you have cadavers, like everything is hard because it's preserved. It's already been, you know? yeah. It's already been through like a process where basically like freezes everything where it's, where it last was, right? You know, when you look at the, when you 
cut the heart, it it's retains shape, you know? Oh, wow. That's actually perfect. So basically, yeah. So you have like this. This was literally like, like this. Or where is this? It's like this. For those of you that are only listening on audio, she's putting it in her chest. Yeah, and like, I got like this golden vase that's literally an anatomically correct heart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure pretty legit. Putting like the right side of the heart is like facing like this way. So anyways. Okay. <laughs> so he lit, but when he took out the lung, that's where the splash zone started happening. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. When this guy, when I tell you that he just like flung the lung, like to his little like tray. Flung, yeah. Yeah. So, like, he yeeted it out. Yeah, yeah. So, he, like, cut it. I love that word. I swear, it it looked like a a knife, like a fish knife. He literally just filleted it. Yep. Filleted the lung. Yep, like, filleted it. And then, like, literally, like, like, imagine, like, a sandbag or something. Yeah, yeah. Just plopped plopped it, it, yeah. Onto his little, like, metal tray. And he was, like, filleting it and, like, looking at it. And it was just, like, fucking, like, fluid everywhere oh god and i'm over here and i'm like i try not to get smashed i'm trying to be professional as possible and and all oh, while he's telling me on me like how uncomfortable his new dance shoes were yeah. oh my god i love this guy i'm not that guy so he's like oh yeah and then you know he's like he's switching back and forth in these conversations he didn't, you know, and I got these shoes. I wonder I how many bodies deep is he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, no, and he's like, okay, well, this is this and this is that. And you could see the the middle bronchus there and the lower bronchus and all these things. And I'm just like, I'm like hyper-focused yeah. on not getting splashed. Okay. <laughs> and... So that's the lung. And then he does the same thing. He like flops out like the other song. Oh and then he's like, you want to feel it? And then uh, didn't even give me a choice. And then I was like, I was going to be like, well, yeah, I could see what you're doing there. But no, no, no. He like flung it at me. Yeah, he's okay? like, no, no, no please. It was covered. Touch it. No, he, no, like, he was like, <laughs> and I was like. Because it was so slippery that I was like, it was like, I flayed that it was like, I couldn't oh control God. the movement. It was like slipping out of, it was out of my hands. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. And then, you know, the lungs, you could hear the crackling, like, because of the air. In no. The so I was trying to, you know, like, manhandle the lung because it was slipping out of my hands. And I almost feel the little air sacs in there. Oh, my God. And I was like, so I had a lot of emotions. A lot going was going on. A yeah. lot was going on. I was trying to pay attention to his freaking ballroom shoes. Then I was trying <laughs> not to get splashed. I was trying not to drop the lung. It's <laughs> like <laughs> when a baby is born, that they're yeah. slippery. Yeah. And you don't want to drop the baby. I didn't want to drop the fucking lung. Okay. <laughs> Because I was like, I don't know if he needs this. Right. You know? Probably does, yeah. And I'm like, they're like literally struggling to not look like a doofus. Okay? <laughs> it was... Okay, so then the heart. Right? So the heart. This is, you know, when everyone is doing an autopsy, the heart is like, you know, like... The, yeah, the big deal. See. I could not tell the anatomy of that heart. 
That part was so fresh and he filleted it so much and he you see the ventricles, you see the ventricles, and I'm like, no, I don't fucking see it. No, it looks like a churraco to me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, this is butchered. It's completely butchered. And then he like tossed the heart at me, which is smaller than the lungs. So think of a small yeah. baseball. Okay. And I'm like, like because we have the body. Yeah, you have a Because we have the body, like, I'm on one side, he's on the other. Yeah. So it's not like, he, you know, like, he, not gently. He wasn't like, you know, like, flinging yeah. at me, but he was kind of just like, he was like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. All right, well, here. Sir. My thing, like, ended up, like, maybe, like, here. So, like, my neck was exposed. <laughs> Those of you that are not watching, she's just like exposing her neck. Yeah. Stay above water. Stay above, above the splash zone. Yeah, <laughs> oh God. And that it was just, oh yeah, it was, it, it was, was a lot. Thing. It was a lot. It was a lot happening. <coughs> and then we got down to the intestines and the intestines were just wet. Thank God we did not. I told him, I was like, no, I don't need to see the intestines. And it was literally did just they have like, poop? did they have poop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> And our cadavers had poop too. I can't. I can't with the smell. Yeah. Imagine formaldehyde poop. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, our cadavers definitely had poop. Oh my disgusting. god, no, 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 it no. Was disgusting. No, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm it was out. really disgusting. Good luck with your dancing shoes. I'm out. <laughs> so he's done. Just, no poop here. Just everything, the liver, just all Fine, I'm fine with all of that. Just don't give me this shit. Okay, so. Oh. Basically, all the internal organs are removed. Yeah. Right? So then, after, like... Wait, wait, wait. What happened with the swan intestines, though? Like, did he just start pulling them out and yeah, ending the poop? No, he put it on his tree. Thank oh, thank God. God. Thank God. No, oh, my I don't, God. Because no, he's just flinging the heart at you. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, no, I, the only thing... It, he would have thrown it at me. He would have, like, wrapped around me like a little scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I was traumatized. Oh, my God. Okay. I was traumatized. Okay, so back to our bullet points, and then I'll like kind of tag in on the story. So then, okay, so this next part, they do do like autopsies of the brain. This person did not need that. Okay, or at least he did not do it with me. Right. But yes, they do like cut, like they make like a, they it's drill. Oh, yeah. They drill because it's bone, and yeah. they like flap up the scalp. It's fucking nuts. Okay, like it looks crazy. <laughs> okay, it looks crazy. All right. Thank God he did not have that with me. Thank God, because if he would have thrown the brain at me <laughs> with a scalp, the guy's hair. <laughs> I think I would have fainted. I almost fainted in the cadaver lab. I don't know why I didn't faint with the I just had this image. I'll just hair flying to me. A hundred percent. You know, he might have done it. Maybe I blacked out at that point. <laughs> but I don't remember. I don't remember that because I feel like I would have been oh very, very tough. <laughs> you just would have frozen. Like, no, you I would have frozen. I'm done. For sure. I'm just going to stay here. And I remember. I'll hold this last organ and that's it. You know, when you like remove the organs, you have the cavity. Yeah. And it's, you know, like Empty, yeah. all the blood. No, all the blood pulls there. Oh, shit. So I literally remember him like. Like, just, like, searching, 
freaking going through, like, it. through the fluid. And then I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you have to be so aggressive? <laughs> All while he's talking to me about his dance moves and his practice. I love this guy so much. And how he picked up this hat, the hobby. Oh my God, I love this After person. med school. I want to meet him. Yeah. Oh my God. Very nice person. But <laughs> <laughs> so after all of that, I am happy to report I did not get splashed. Maybe I got some droplets because, you know, like juggling the lung and the heart. And, exactly. That'll and do everything, it. You know, but it was, well, just to make... Just to end and wrap up that story, I was signed up for another autopsy and I canceled it. <laughs> I was like, I cannot go through that again. Oh like, my God, you bet. I cannot go through that again. <laughs> and literally, my class had a little Facebook yeah. like, page. Yeah. So I commented on the Facebook page and I'm like, hey guys, can't make it to my let <laughs> see if anyone wants it. Except for grabs. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, and then... After me being, you know, like careful not to drop the lung, because I'm like, no, he probably needs this and everything. He literally stuck everything into one of those biological bags and tossed it in the trash. Oh, in the trash? Yeah. That I is. thought it was into the body, like back into the body or something. No, I'm pretty sure he tossed it into the trash. Oh my God. Or maybe I'm like, maybe I'm remembering that, but he definitely tossed it into a bag and like tied it out like that. There was, no one was going to touch that anymore. There was yeah, yeah, it was done. It, it was, was done. done. Those organs were done with, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why he was just flinging it to you. He's like, oh, who gives a shit? Probably. <laughs> You're there. Maybe, oh my he God. Was, maybe he was like, you know, trolling me. Maybe he was like, we just do all these things and see if she reacts. Oh my God. It was terrible. At least he didn't throw up. I don't know how I did it. I, I think I was so, I was so hyper-focused right. on not getting fluid on me. Right. That it didn't give me a chance. To create your own To theory. create my thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, so reconstitution of the body. The organs have been removed, and now the empty cavity is typically lied uh, with cotton wool. He didn't do this with me. But okay. the organs probably are like... into a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, in order to prevent leakage, okay, the chest flaps are then sewn back together as well as the skull cap, and then the body is then, you know, released to Family relatives members. or, you or know, where cremation. it goes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wherever it's going to go next to be observed or, or not. I don't know. Depending on the family wishes yeah. or whatnot. It was awful. It was very... I'll never look at an autopsy. Like, I'll never think about an autopsy the same same way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, so modern medical uses of autopsy, obviously, they're, like, very, very general. And there's a lot of uses for it. But, you know, to obviously diagnose death, like, how did the death happen in accidents, crimes, outbreaks... Like it happened big time in, in COVID, unfortunately. Research on tumors, pathogens, genetic disorders, like just to learn more, really. And then um, also quality control on clinical diagnosis and education for medical students at EV. Just very educational. <laughs> okay. So then there's been a lot of famous autopsies out there, a lot of them with conspiracies and and what have yous. One of them was Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Unfortunately, unfortunately, she was so famous that unfortunately this happened to her. So in 1962, um, Marilyn Monroe's autopsy, um, it faced allegations that it was a botched procedure and that there was actual organ theft. What sick mf 
is so obsessed with someone that you have to steal their fucking organ. Who does that? And why? Like, what does that matter? Like, how does that mean anything? We'll do some weird shit. There's some weird people out there, man. So Dr. Thomas Noguchi, um, the chief medical examiner in Los Angeles at the time in 1962, explained that if samples were allegedly brought to the morgue's chief toxologist, which at the time was Raymond J. Abernathy. However, Noguchi was shocked to learn that Monroe's body parts had been disposed of. And they put it very clear, like in quotations, that they the these organs had been disposed of, in quotations, because Abernathy felt that no other tests were needed. So biographer Danford, Danforth Prince said, according to his report on that, which is like, investigator Becky Altringer said that the missing lab reports could indicate at a cover-up. The pathologist reports that was at the lab work indicated that her stomach contents, everything that had to do with Marilyn Monroe's autopsy had completely just disappeared. So it's, yeah, that's one of those big, you know, newsworthy autopsies that did happen. The other one is JFK's, which yeah. oddly enough, they were they were intertwined mm-hmm. back then. So JFK's in 1963 autopsy was shrouded in secrecy and errors, um, fueling conspiracy theories, which JFK's assassination is just a whole entire thing. A whole entire thing of its own. And it's fueled, fueled and filled with conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. So to this day, so apparently what happened was that the night after the assassination, the Navy pathologist who oversaw President Kennedy's autopsy took the original autopsy report and all of his notes from the autopsy room and pushed them into his fireplace in his home in Bethesda, uh, Maryland. He did this, he claimed, because they were stained with the president's blood and he didn't want them ever to be seen. The autopsy in many ways was rushed. We're still dealing with the aftermath of this and because of so many mistakes made in the autopsy room that night, they have led to many, many more conspiracies and it's still happening as to what actually did happen to the president's body. The two pathologists from the Navy who were assigned to oversee the autopsy had no real experience. They weren't forensic pathologists and they had no experience with medical legal autopsies to which the level of this crime was involved. For, yeah, for the president of the United States. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's like, yeah. And then the last one that was very like newsworthy was Elvis's in 1977. The autopsy revealed that he actually had a severe heart disease and the impact of prescription drug use contributed to his actual death. There was a heart enlargement and he had arteriosclerosis, clogging. He had a high blood pressure, wasn't treated for it, led to all these complications with his cardiac health and ultimately led to his death, you know, so is... Autopsies just show a lot, a lot more than leads to, you know, to the plain eye. That was autopsies for you all. I hope everyone enjoyed (laughs) my little first year med student. That was awesome. I love that guy. I love, love, love that guy. I don't remember his name. Not that I would say his name. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. But yeah. Thank you for listening. Shout out to him for even letting me participate. And for by no means, like, I don't want people to think that he was, like, disrespecting the body. It's just, like, when you do this so often, all the time, he's probably, like, go, go, go. Like, I got to go to my my ballroom yeah. classes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is just, like, paperwork for him. Exactly. You know? This and then, he, the you know, when you have a medical student, like, it's kind of different. You're, like, teaching and all these things. And he's, like, still trying to make conversation. He's probably trying to keep it lighthearted, too. Yeah, exactly. You know? So it's not so, you know, But I was very thankful for it. But it solidified that I didn't want to be a pathologist. Not, like, that I was planning to be a pathologist. But that was, like, oh, no, that's definitely a no for me. 
You like definitely touched that out of the list of yeah. the Oh, Thanks boy. for tuning in, guys. I'll Thank you so you. much. Subscribe, you know, comment, like us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps us out with the algorithm and all that stuff. And if you're not a patron yet, please become one and watch our episode. Like I said, the out-of-body experience that you will see on Patreon from Yvette. Her actual soul left on camera. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. You did bring up the Ouija board, okay? I did. So there's that. Patreon.com slash Funny Medicine Podcast. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Like, comment, review us on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, etc. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Funny Medicine Podcast. Our Gmail is at funnymedicine305 at gmail.com. And remember, we are not diagnosing you. Definitely not. Just funny stuff. See you later, guys.